Welcome back, guys. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. This is Dana Brown from Masterland Investing. I hope you guys had a great week. Uh, what I want to talk about today in this podcast is uh, comparing a campfire to land investing. Uh, Maybe a, a, a strange sounding analogy, but I think it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Uh, if you're planning a trip and you're going to be camping out somewhere for the weekend, uh, one of the things typically you'll do is set up a campfire. Uh, if you haven't got a pit or a grill, the first thing you need to do is you need to go gather wood. You start out Everybody goes out, grabs as much loose wood as they can, branches, dry sticks, and so on. Uh, Everybody gathers back at the fire pit. Uh, You start with small little twigs. You try to get the little fire going. And as the fire gets going, you add bigger pieces, bigger pieces. But the key to keeping a good campfire going is continually gathering wood and, and adding it to the fire. Uh, By doing so, you've created a nice, roaring little campfire. Everybody's happy. You're toasting marshmallows. And the the good time and the party goes on. Well, if you think about that in relation to land investing, it's very similar. Uh, My my teaching, I think, is similar to most of these guys. There's certain formulas. But getting back to the campfire in relation to land investing, it starts out the same way. Uh, In order to keep your fires burning... What you need to do is you need to start by getting the tools in your box. Um, You start gathering information. Once you have all all your information, then you start soliciting from motivated sellers. Now, those motivated sellers are similar to the kindling that you gather to start your campfire. Uh, Once you gather your, your motivated sellers on the list, then you solicit to those motivated sellers. In turn, what happens is you follow the procedures, you find the motivated sellers, you work in a particular farm area, then in turn you go ahead and remarket that property for a little bit of an increased price, uh, move them as quick as you can, and you keep the ball rolling. But with like any business, as well as land investing, the only way to stay in business and turn it into a pretty profitable venture is to keep the fire going. Like with a campfire, if everybody decides they don't want to gather any more wood, they don't want to put the time in to walk around, look for some loose branches, some dry kindling to add to the fire, what typically happens? The fire starts to go down, and eventually, if nobody's working the fire, the fire goes out. So it goes back to land investing. A lot of people get started, they get excited, and I use this analogy because I think it just applies to so many things in life. Uh, you come out of the gate, you got some information under your belt, you're all excited, uh, you, you're going to go ahead and build this business up, and you start gathering your information, you got the tools in your box, uh, you solicit an area or two, uh, the results aren't real good, or maybe you get a couple, so you go ahead and put them back on the market, but things are slow. And what happens with a lot of people, it's that old mindset, you get discouraged and then you, you, you don't continue it. The way the land business works is you've got to keep the fires roaring, just like any business. You've got to keep feeding the machine, keep feeding that campfire. By doing so, as you farm an area, 
You work that area as much as you can. You're looking for new areas. You're constantly farming and scouting. You're constantly making a list. You're constantly working on staying stimulated. You want to re-educate yourself to continue to, to educate and understand the business. Like I've always said, you want to go out there, you want to shake the trees, ruffle the feathers. I'll let everybody know who you are, what you do. And in turn, what you're doing is you're keeping the fire going. Uh, so many people I've seen in business and with courses and in life, like I've said, they start out, they want to they want to have this business, they, they come out of the gate full of vinegar, and uh, they get it going, they get the kindling on the, on the fire, the fire starts to take off, it's growing a little bit, and what do they do? They get discouraged. Or a lot of times what happens is you start out, you're trying to gather the wood for the campfire, uh, the wood may be a little damp, your kindling's a little damp, uh, you're doing your best, you just can't seem to get the fire going. If, if you want to have a campfire and you want it to be roaring, which is success in a sense, that's how I view it, then you can't get discouraged. you got to go maybe find a birch tree, peel off the bark off a birch tree, which is dry, it's always dry. You use that for kindling, break little pieces, get creative, think outside the box. What's it going to take to find some dry kindling? Because i got to get this fire going. So as you get creative and you start adding to this little campfire, now the flame starts to rise. Then you got to get off your butt because everybody just can't sit around and watch the kindling burn out. Because you know what happens. The fire's going to go out. If you're in a cold weather climate, before you know it, you guys are all going to be pretty chilly. Think about survival if that's the case. When you're against the wall, you've got two options. Either you don't start a fire or you freeze to death. And I think so many people in business, they forget that. Uh, you've made a decision you want to change your life for the better. You've finally decided you want to get the education. You want to get that expected transformation. But in order to do that, you've got to start with a small fire. And you've got to continue to add to the fire in order to survive and, and, and be at the top of your game and continue the game and continue to be good at what you do like I preach, refine your business. That's the same as adding wood to your fire. So think about that as an analogy because it's pretty much the same thing. Without the energy, without the effort, without going out there and farming areas, keeping the ball rolling, your fire is going to go out. So... Don't get discouraged. If the fire doesn't start in the beginning, you've done a couple areas, doesn't seem to be working. You know, doubt is one of our biggest drawbacks in life. Uh, I heard it recently. There's different, you got hope and you got doubt. As long as you have hope and you have confidence and you continue to say it will work, I'm not going to quit. And you, and you fight the doubt because, geez, the damn fire won't get going. It's too damp. But if it was survival, what choice would you have? You'd have to figure out a way to find something that will get that fire going and in turn continue to gather if you had to walk a long ways or whatever you had to do. Take the stuff out of your car possibly. Start tearing the upholstery out. Start taking the foam out. Start tearing the shit out of the back seats, the floor mats. You do whatever it takes to get that fire roaring in order to survive. So if you're really serious about any business, it doesn't have to pertain to the land business or whatever it may be, think about that question. Do I really want change? Do I really want to get a roaring campfire? 
Am I willing to put the time in? Am I willing to continue to work these farm areas, work them hard, resolicit the farm area in a few months? Because if you don't revisit those areas, like I've said, if you solicit one time in a farm area and you tell everybody you're motivated and you don't seem to have any luck and you send out a solicitation and then you don't go back there, how about those people that got your letter, got your postcard, got your, your blind offer, and at that particular time they're not interested, they're out of town, they're busy, or they're on the phone, so they get their mail, they look at it, and they toss it in a pile. Three or four or five months later, things change in their life, circumstance change, uh, they have a change of heart, or they get their tax bill and say, you know, I'm fed up with these taxes, I finally want to get rid of this property, where is that person's mail that I got, or that postcard, or that, that blind offer? Now I can't find it. So what happens is you put the effort in, you put the time in, you let the fire go out, basically. So revisit these areas. I, w I would say my recommendation, just my advice, is to do it every three or four months. I know a lot of these, these direct mailing uh, marketing companies will say the, the, the best results are when you hit it and do three in a row. As far as the land business, I disagree a little bit. I think you need to establish yourself with your first mailer, postcard, or, or purchase agreement, your blind offer, and then revisit that farm area, watch your market, make sure you know the numbers going forward because sometimes they dip, sometimes they increase. Solicit again in four months, and then solicit again in four months. And when you do that, I've said before, keep a running list of who you spoke to, who responded, their phone number, and what the conversation was about. Because it's the same thing as when you're looking for firewood and there's three people out there looking for firewood and you happen to find a little cave or an area that's dry under an old tree that fell over but you find a batch of dry wood but you don't let anybody know and then you go to bed and the fire goes out. I relate that to the same thing as hitting these areas, these farm areas, more than once. So if it keeps it easier for you guys and keeps you a little more motivated and, and you've ever had a campfire or been out and even had to light a fire for survival, remember that analogy in the comparison to a campfire and becoming a land investor or any business. You know, I don't want to hear you guys say, well, it worked for you, it didn't work for me. The difference is you didn't get the fire lit and you didn't keep the fire going. That's why you didn't survive in the land business or any business. It goes back to that thing I referred to in an earlier lesson. The 90-10 rule, 10% of the realtors get 90% of the business because they keep the fires going. They don't let it trickle down and go out. They work it. They continue to work it. They continue to gather wood. They continue to feed the fire. Wood to a fire is fuel. New clients, new motivated seller is fuel to your bank account. It's also fuel to keep you confident, keep you energized, because like I said earlier, you have hope and then you have doubt. If you start out with hope and you're excited and you get the fire going, you get your little business perk and you get a couple responses, you get a couple deals, and then you sit back and you don't continue to work, go out there and shake the trees and ruffle the feathers, then you really can't expect to be a successful land, land investor or any other business uh, for that matter. So this was my quick lesson. I uh, hope you guys can make sense of that. I think it's a great analogy in a sense as far as I'm concerned. And like I've said before, it can relate to anything in life. 
It's the same thing with a relationship. If you want to keep your relationship strong, then you need to nurture the relationship. You need to feed the relationship. You got to keep the fire burning. You can't come out of the gate, meet some woman or some guy, and right away you shine yourself up. Uh, you put on the pretty face and you start courting them. Next thing you know, as you get into the relationship, you're not adding to the fire. You're keeping the fire going. You get complacent. You forget about them. You don't treat them like a lady or a gentleman. You go back to your old ways. And then later on, you're going, I don't know what happened with my relationship. You know what happened with the relationship. You didn't continue to put wood on the fire. You didn't keep the fire burning. You let the fire go out. And what happens is, in turn, the relationship is over. And, and, and when you look back, you go, well, I kind of understand how that happened, but I, I really don't know why it happened. Well, if you think about a campfire and you relate to that as a, as a scenario, I think it'll make it a lot easier for you guys. So the ones that will truly succeed are the ones that want to keep gathering the lumber, keep feeding the fire, keep the fire roaring, and in turn, when you do good, you feel good, like I always say. And that's a lesson for the day, guys. So thanks again for tuning in. It was a short podcast, but I think it's a pertinent podcast. I think it relates to anything in life as well as relationships, business, and just like I said in an earlier podcast, it's about attitude. Feed the fire. Don't let the fire go out. Do whatever it takes to stay motivated because we all get complacent. We all just look back and go, oh, we don't know what happened. I've had business in the past. We said, what happened? I said, well, you know what happened? I didn't feed the fire. I started taking the money from the business. I realized I had to feed the machine. I had to continue to advertise. I had to keep my equipment up to date, keep my vehicle up to date, keep the relationships that I worked hard to get with the potential customers I had already the new ones that were coming in all the time. But when you forget that, you get complacent. You're not advertising. You're not taking care of your tools. You're not taking care of your equipment. You're not reminding that customer of your services, sending them a Christmas card, letting them know how valuable they are to you. Then what have you done? You let the fire go out once again. So own your stuff. Remember, if you want to be successful, it's up to you, nobody else. Don't look back later and say they got lucky and you didn't. Think about the fire. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. Go out there and inspire somebody if you can. Uh, Once again, I really appreciate you guys listening. I hope this is insightful. Uh, Be safe. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.